Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, mahalo to Longs Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Longs Drugs for all your shopping needs. The fatal shooting of 12-year-old Manuel Manny Carvalho at a Big Island Boy Scout last month was accidental. That's according to the Hawaii Police Department, which announced details of its investigation into Carvalho's death today. Police said that on August 28th, an unsupervised minor picked up his father's rifle at Camp Honokai'a. When the boy put the gun down, it discharged a bullet that struck Carvalho. Police conducted interviews with people who were at the scene on the day of the shooting and detectives later initiated 23 firearm-related offenses against three adult men. Possible charges are now being weighed by the Hawaii County Department of the Prosecuting Attorney. The minor who was involved in the shooting is not being charged. While the investigation has concluded, police are asking anyone with additional information to contact the department at 808-935-3311. 47 people in Minnesota have been indicted for allegedly defrauding a federally funded food assistance program out of $240 million. Prosecutors said the case is the largest fraud uncovered in any pandemic relief program. Defendants allegedly created fake companies to take advantage of an initiative that feeds low-income children. They charged the government for serving meals to kids who didn't exist. According to prosecutors, the companies faked receipts for 125 million meals. The scam took advantage of relaxed oversight during the pandemic. Some defendants had help from Feeding Our Future, a nonprofit group that the state relied on to stop fraud at feeding sites. The group's founder, Amy Bach, allegedly brought in nearly 200 new feeding operations she knew were submitting fake or inflated invoices in return for kickbacks. Bach was among those indicted. Your next car might have its own blood alcohol monitoring system. That's if the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration adopts a recommendation from the National Transportation Safety Board. The NTSB is recommending that alcohol and behavior monitoring be required for all new vehicles sold in the U.S. The hope is that the technologies will cut down on the number of alcohol-related crashes. Congress has called on the NHTSA to make automakers install passive monitoring systems in their cars within the next three years, but that deadline can be extended. The agency and a group of manufacturers have been researching alcohol monitoring since 2008. One possible solution is a technology that uses a sensor to test the driver's breath and stops the car from moving if alcohol is detected. Another uses light to test for blood alcohol in a driver's finger. Impaired driving is one of the biggest causes of highway deaths in the U.S. According to the NHTSA data, 11,654 people died in alcohol-related crashes in 2020. Stocks had another bad day as nervous traders wait to see how high the Federal Reserve will hike interest rates. The S&P 500 dipped 1.1% at the bell, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average and Nasdaq Composite fell 1%. Retailers, technology stocks, healthcare companies, and banks weighed down the market. The sell-off also hit smaller stocks with the Russell 2000 index dropping 1.4% today. 
Stocks have slumped and Treasury yields have increased as the Fed raises interest rates in hopes of slowing the worst inflation in four decades. The central bank is widely expected to bump its key rates by three quarters of a point for the third consecutive time at its meeting on Wednesday. Some market watchers are bracing for a hike of one full point. Iolani alum and two-time Olympian Kavika Shoji announced his retirement from professional volleyball on Monday. Shoji, the son of former University of Hawaii women's volleyball coach Dave Shoji, has collected a number of accolades over his career. He won a state championship at Iolani in 2003, an NCAA championship at Stanford in 2010, and a bronze medal with the U.S. Olympic team at the Rio Games in 2016. Shoji played professionally overseas and was most recently with Spor Toto in Turkey. The retirement announcement was made via social media. Shoji thanked his family and the state of Hawaii, saying it was an honor representing the 808 all over the globe. Done with pro volleyball, Shoji is starting a new career path as a financial advisor and portfolio manager at Regency Capital. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.